graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Is, is it depression or am I just lazy? Can somebody unpack that for me? Sometimes it's just something easy like do the dishes once a week please but I just can't get motivated. Either way which one it is, I'm frustrated. Is, is it depression or am I just lazy? For the first time in my life, I'm finally free. No mansion for me. I said, fuck it. No brand new Humvee. I say, fuck it. But you'll get no pussy. Fuck it. You don't understand. Is I make love to my hand. So I don't need you, honey. I beat my dick like it owes me money. Fuck it. That's right, I say, fuck it. Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Happy 10-year anniversary, Paul. Can't believe we Happy made it. Happy 10-year anniversary. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's been a it's been a weird, long ride. And technically, the anniversary was the other day. Uh, the anniversary was on 420, man. But life is life. And, of course, you know, shit happens and we can't record as often as, as we'd like to. But, uh, you know, the podcast as a whole has made it fucking 10 years. It blows my mind when I think about it. You know, it's like a quarter of my life has been recorded in some way, shape or form. You know, that's that, that's sort of like, you know, when all is said and done, okay, you know, maybe this podcast never made any money, but at the very least, it's like, here's a 10-year chunk of my life that's been recorded, and it's on the record? I mean, technically, I mean, no, the old, the, up until the second to last episode, everything's up on, on YouTube, and I mean, I guess as long as YouTube exists, at least the podcast will be, like, archived, for lack of a better term. So it's, like, weird to think that there's, like, a 10-year chunk of my life, you know. When this podcast started, what my daughter, because my daughter was 12 in a few months. Yeah, so she was a little, she was over one. And it's so funny, like, you know, the this this podcast has documented, like, every job that I've had and I've lost over the past 10 years. You know, you know working here, working Rite Aid, working Radio Shack, working, you know, two places that don't exist anymore. Uh, you know, doing uh, medical billing from home uh working in a in a print shop factory working in a pharmaceutical company and i guess good news since the last time we recorded speaking of work i have a new job now don't get me wrong uh with my old job because it's it's weird it's like right around 4:20 it was the last time i worked so i until i started working a couple of weeks ago I, I almost went 2 years not working Technically not working. I mean, I did a couple of gig work. You know, I did, I, I did things, couple things here and there to make money. You know, because you know, but unemployment. You know, unemployment was like out of twenty four months, unemployment was like what 
18 months of that or something like that. And then, you know, selling my blood and doing ride shares and, and, you know, scrimping and scraping and, 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 you know, trying to live off uh, stimulus checks and shit like that. But I am now officially, uh, back to work. I haven't gotten a first, I haven't gotten my first full paycheck yet, but, uh, you know, that my first, like my first, uh, you know, my first paycheck was sort of, you know, I guess half my check. Cause when I got, you know, like, you know, people get paid bi-weekly and, you know, and it, you know, and it kind of got used to, you know, I kind of got used to getting paid weekly. Uh, but you know, you get paid bi-weekly. So I came in on like off week. So when my first paycheck was only half of what my paycheck is supposed to be. Um, I don't know if they started taking like medical expenses and 401k and all that other bullshit out yet, but you know, you know, I've been crying the past couple of months, you know, having issues with my car and shit like that, but I've gotten my car fixed. I've gotten, I'm working now. And it's funny because when I started the podcast, I was unemployed. (laughs) I've had a series of, of jobs and, and like my last job, uh, at the, doing the medical building from home, it's like. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, the, the, my boss was like my best friend from high school. And basically he's like, you know, I would hire you back in a heartbeat. But, you know, right now things are just slow, you know, especially when you're doing, you know, independent, uh, you know, when you when when it's a small company and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's it's things are rough all around. So I'm working for I mean, I don't want I don't want to talk about because I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, you know, it, it's but, you know, I am working for an established place that lots of people work for. And, and, and uh, you know, for, what can I say? You know, like I'm not working for no rinky dink. Like, you know, before when I was doing like temp work, you know, and it sucked when I was when I was unemployed and people were like, oh, you know, go do go work security. And it's like, I don't want to fucking work security. Go go do this in a food service. I don't want to fucking do food service. Uh, retail. I don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> you, know, you know, all this shit. And I'm like. You know, all the stuff that I, I didn't want to do. And, uh, you know, I stuck to my guns and, uh, you know, actually very decent fucking job. You know, I mean, look, I'm not fucking, you know, I'm not going to get rich, but, you know, it'll it'll keep me alive and stuff like that. So, you know, it's so weird that, you know, and how, how what a difference a decade makes, you know, when we started this podcast, Obama was still in office, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Yeah. laughs> you know, we had, we've been through Obama, we've been through Trump, now, now we're in the Biden years. You know, the, this 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 podcast has seen three presidents, you know, God knows how many times I've moved. You know, I mean, I've started this podcast living in Rochester, so that's sort of, it's also like a weird, like, uh, record, like, record of my time you know i still feel like a stranger in a strange land i still feel like i don't really belong i still call it up here um but then again new york doesn't new york city doesn't feel like new york city anymore it doesn't feel like home anymore um you know rochester is my home for the time being and it's you know and it's been my home for for what 12 years now you know doing this podcast for 10 it's it's like it's so weird that this part of this chapter of my life has been documented in such a weird way and yours also. I mean, you know, you came in on episode, and it's funny because you came in on episode one, two, three, on episode one, two, three, and I believe this is episode three twenty-seven, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, let me let me double check that. <laughs> yeah, this will be episode three twenty-seven, because uh, you know, I, I like in between episodes, I do kind of like try to take notes and to kind of think about things that I want to talk about, and um, you know, so happy anniversary, Paul. <laughs> happy anniversary. So I don't know, like I, I I don't I guess we could just have a regular episode. I mean, I you know I was trying to think of what could I do that would make it special, but I can't fucking think of anything. Dude, you know? we're we're too old right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and... <laughs> we're too overworked and tired to to 
fucking figure that shit out. Yeah, and you got like you got two jobs. You, you know, we were talking mm-hmm. about that. And like my thing is like I was doing the gig work, I was doing the ride sharing, and that put so much wear and tear on the car. Um, and like you know, don't get me wrong, if something comes up like you know where I need a couple bucks, like at least I know like I I could fall back to doing like Uber and Lyft and shit like that. You know, like, but that, I mean, but that would be only done with like a goal in mind. Like, oh, I need, you know, I need, I want to get tickets for Comic Con or some shit like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go do Uber for that. Um, but you know, in the long term, and especially now with the fucking price of gas, you know, this morning, um, with the car getting my car repaired, the one last thing that I needed to take care of was my windshield wipers. And so, uh, I went to, you know, I, I left the mechanic to go to work. And where my mechanic, my mechanic's located in like the fucking heart, the center of downtown Rochester. And you would think, you know, getting a cab would be fucking three to five minutes. And I had to wait like 20 minutes for an Uber because there aren't that many on the road. Cause they're, cause Uber and Lyft aren't compensating their drivers for the increase in gas right now. And it's, it's really, really fucking unfair to the drivers because even though I haven't worked for Uber in a while, or, you know, I haven't done the gig stuff, you know, I still get. I, I get plenty of notifications, you know, I get like, you know, damn near daily. I get notifications like, oh, and if you do, you know, 25 rides, we'll give you 15 bucks or some shit. You know, they give you some ridiculous. I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't quote me on that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you for what what the price of gas is right now. You're not compensating me enough, you know, and you really can't rely. You can't really can't rely on people being like cognizant enough that the price of gas is up and they're going to tip you better because uh, I posted a video a while back. About a girl who was doing, she was doing like, uh, Uber Eats and she does, uh, DoorDash and all that stuff. And she's like, you know, she's a, she, she was a friend of my, my daughter's mother and she's a comedian and she does a bunch of funny videos, but you know, she, you know, she does gig work and stuff like that. And she's like, you know, you motherfuckers are making it hard. You know, price of gas is fucking going up and, and you ain't tipping like you're supposed to. You know, you don't realize, you know, maybe because you don't drive, you don't realize what the fuck the price of gas is, you know, and then, you know, for the luxury of, and of course, look, yes, okay, DoorDash and Uber Eats, yes, they charge you a fee and everything like that, and and but that's not the driver's fault, you know what I'm saying? And and so if you're gonna order some food and shit like that, um, or take a ride with Uber and stuff like that, make sure you tip your drivers well because the price of gas right now is so fucking ridiculous, you know, we're we're floating around four something dollars when, you know, just a couple months, I mean, what I was I was doing Uber like last year and it was, you know, we were still floating around two fifty a gallon, you know, now it's like four dollars, four thirty a gallon or something, well, at least in New York. So it's fucking ridiculous, you know, luckily, and thank goodness my job is like super close to my house. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at work, you know, within a 10 minute drive. And then the funny thing is they've put me on, you know, I might be able to actually very soon, <laughs> you know, I've gotten enough training where uh, I probably can start working from home soon enough. So I'll be saving even more money because that price of gas is nothing. They're not playing around with that shit. Um, okay. So since the last episode, uh, I mean, there is the real big news that happened today, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, let's talk about the slap, Paul. Mm. <laughs> oh, been, I can talk about that. It's for been a about three weeks about that for an hour. since then. But um, you know, Dude, I can, can I can I just can uh, I just say real quick, like <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck Chris Rock's mom is doing, but like she needs to stop. <laughs> well, I mean, it's her baby, you know. Well, no, I know I, he's I, a grown I, ass I, man, but she's always gonna see him as her baby. It's not just her; it's the whole his whole family. Like they're going out there, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go beat his ass," and I'm gonna whatever. And I'm like sitting there thinking to myself, like, um, he apologized. Most of America has moved on. Can you move on? <laughs> like, but you, okay, but you know what it is? It's like you know, like because Chris Rock right now, 
Chris Rock really can't say anything. And don't get me wrong. I, look, you know, they, you know, his his ticket sales went through the roof, and and it was the the prices like tripled and doubled on 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 eBay and shit like that. Uh, but so they did release a video where he was like, you know, if you think I'm gonna talk about that smell a slap or whatever, we're not, you know, I already have another hour, I, I have an hour prepared, and we're not gonna talk about it. And I'm kind of glad he's not talking about it, but you know, he he knew enough where he's like, let me keep my mouth shut for because if he said anything. You know, right now, I mean, for the most part, like even the people who said he deserves to be slapped or like, you know, whatever, um, you know, he's he's doing the smart thing by keeping his fucking mouth shut about it for now. Now, I, I'm you know, I can't wait till his next fucking special. Well, you know, it's going to take a year I've, or so, but his next I've special, heard, who's not going to go see his next special? <laughs> go on. I've heard that the, and it's just a rumor that basically his agent is like shopping around like an interview with one of the major news with you know whoever pays the most they're gonna have him on interview him and then he'll say what he wants to say mm-hmm. uh apparently that's what's gonna happen i but don't know he's, if that's but true, he's but, but he's such a funny fucking dude that like you know i want to see the comedy i want to see the the comic genius because for me let me tell you you know i mean of course people may not agree with me you know the top two comedians of all time george carlin and richard pryor unfortunately they're top two and they will never they will never be uh, taken off that taken off the list at, at one and two. George Carlin, and Richard Pryor, but Chris Rock is, in my opinion, Chris Rock is number three. You know, then maybe you know Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Louis C.K. You know, th- these guys are fucking. You know, the Mount Rushmore. But but I'm, but my my point being is Chris Rock is top five greatest comedian of all time. Easy, easy. And so I want to see his take on it because the whole world changed after that slap and I, I mean i'm okay it's it maybe sounds like i'm exaggerating but people are going to be talking about the slap you know for years you know they're you know they're always going to talk about security at the at the at the oscars you know the oscars are always going to have that blemish on them you know and especially for the fact that like they didn't do anything about it for the most part you know they ended up giving the guy an award fucking 20 minutes later or whatever so you know this is so much has you know the the you know and of course, you know, with with the career of of Will Smith, you know, he's okay. He he's he's you know, well, the, the what the Academy banned him for ten years, or they put a you know, he, he can't be part of the Academy for ten years. And uh, you know, you know, in ten years, that that's a long time to cool off your career. You know, that ten years is going to take a while to recover from. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll have a comeback in ten years. You know, and not that he'll still make movies, but he's just he can't. He can't be part of the Academy and no movie that he performs can, can be up for an award. Um, but you know, his career, his career is definitely taken. And look, let's be honest. It wasn't like his fucking career was, you know, you know, he's, he kind of peaked. Will Smith peaked a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while since Will Smith put out a movie. I mean, yeah. Okay. Fine. He's making movies like King Richard that are, that are winning awards. But you know, if you're talking about making money, you know, when was the last real money maker that he had? You know, when was the last it's, blockbuster, you know, what it used to be what 4th of July was, you know, Will Smith weekend or whatever, you know, Big Willie weekend or whatever they used to call it, you know, you know, well, like Men in Black and Independence Day and all those movies like that. It, it was kind of it was kind of like um, it, it's, it's really weird because it seems like people like Will Smith, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, I want to say, um Oh God, what's his name? Um, he won Best Actor too. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Jared Leto? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, 
Um, God, what is his what, name? He was. What movie? Dude, he's he's a he's a big actor. He was one of the guys that was comforting Will at the at the awards. What, Denzel um, Washington. Denzel uh, Washington. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it seems like these guys do like a bunch of movies that are Oscar worthy, and they just get shit on year after year after year, and then the people at the Academy are like, oh, you know what? I think we'll finally give it to this person. And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> like, like how many movies has Leonardo DiCaprio done that, that people have looked at the Academy and gone, he should have been best actor this year and this year and this year and this year. Same thing with Will Smith. Like Will Smith should have been, should have won best actor for Ali should have won best actor for, um, what's the name of that movie? Concussion. No, it was the one with his, um, I think actually oh, his pursuit of happiness, his, pursuit of happiness. Um, I want to say there was one more, but I can't think of what that other one was, but like seven pounds. or something. I think so. <laughs> but like there were like at least three or four movies where he should have won the Oscar and he didn't. So I'll be honest with you. I can understand like the frustration of not being, I can understand the emotions that were probably going through Will Smith, you know, but I mean, if we're really going to get into this, like, will will so let me make this clear i think both of them are wrong Mm -hmm. i think i think that will was wrong for going up there and slapping the i don't even think he slapped him that hard to be Mm -hmm. honest with you but it wasn't Um, it was more of a like a symbolic slap it was more like just yeah you know hitting someone across the face is just like the ultimate sign of disrespect you know right and and here's the thing so I think that he was wrong for doing that and getting pissed. And I, I understand he's he's gone through a lot of shit, including his family. I get that. I get that. And honestly, like Will Smith should have won this award a long time ago. So I can understand his frustration. I can understand everything. But then, you know, for Chris Rock to say that about her, about his wife mm-hmm. and I see people online, they're like, well, don't, he, nobody, these comedians don't need to do research. And I'm like, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I hate to say it, but like, if somebody said something about my girlfriend, I, I probably would beat their ass too. But see, I wouldn't be laughing about it. I would just go up and I would, I would pull him aside afterwards and I would say to him, listen, you ever fucking say that again, <clears throat> I will beat the fuck out of you on live TV. See, that that's different than going up there and doing it. <clears throat> and by the way, let, let, let's, let, let's put this in perspective. The only thing Will Smith got out of this was the Oscar finally. He's lost some movies, or some of the movies have been put on hold. Let's face it, Will Smith is a big star. He's probably going to, these. some of these movies are going to come back anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, he's lost some movies. He's not allowed at the Oscars, even though they shit on him for years anyway. So it's like, well, you already had like a 10-year band, basically, so why not have another fucking 10-year band? <laughs> um, and then, you know, he he didn't look good for that. You know, it is what it is. He's over in India right now, living it up. He doesn't give a fuck. Like he apologized. He was a man. He made a statement. He apologized, and we we should move on. Yeah. People don't want to move on, and that's part of the problem. Well, I think. Look, I I don't think Chris Rock was making an alopecia joke. He just saw her with short hair and made a woman. You know what what what's the first movie that comes to mind when you think of a woman with short hair in a movie? G.I. Jane. I don't think it was an alopecia joke. I, I, you know, I, Chris Rock isn't cruel like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's a cruel joke. Like, like, you know, if it was, if it was like a Ricky Gervais or something like that, it might be cruel. Chris Rock isn't known, you know, he says outlandish shit, but I don't think he'd be making fun of someone's I mean, medical condition. 
I mean, I think he went for just the uh, obvious wo- woman with short hair in dude, a movie joke. I don't. I I think you're forgetting the Chris Rock of the '90s, man. He he used to go in pretty fucking hard, man. Like the Chris Rock of the '90s used to go pretty fucking well, yeah, hard. But I, now, but I mean, yeah, he was he was funny and he was raw, but he never like making some make. I can't. Or maybe off the top of my head, I can't think of one time he made fun of someone like medical condition. Right, but yeah. but see, here's the thing. Like, the, I I I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. again, you you see a woman that usually has hair all of a sudden is now bald. Would you maybe ask the question of, hey, before I make a joke, do you have some kind of medical condition? Because I don't want to look like an asshole. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of people out there. The, the loud majority is like, oh, well, Will Smith was the one that smacked him, so you know, fuck him and whatever. And but you got to realize there's a more silent majority that's behind Will Smith going, yeah, but you shouldn't have fucking said that about his wife. And by the way, I would have done the same. My you would have probably done the same thing. What, okay, so if, okay, it's me, and, and I don't, you know, you, you go up to the stage right after the joke. Go up to the stage yeah. while he's while, while the spotlight's on him. Put your hand, put your arm around him and say, why don't you apologize to my wife right now? And embarrass because like let's say he did that and he goes oh even if he's making a joke and he said why don't, you know and, and just keeps you know, just apologize why don't you apologize to my because had he done that Chris Rock he would have that would have made Chris Rock look like such an asshole oh at yeah, that particular and, moment and even I like think, when you put your arm around somebody but you're kind of doing it you know you kind of you're doing it a little aggressive like <laughs> you know you're not you know it's sort of and it's sort of like yeah you know understand that I could knock you the fuck out right now sort of a deal. And and you know he could he you know you know and, and and put Chris Rock right on the fucking spot on a live TV show. Why don't you apologize to my wife right now? I don't think what you said was respectful. Disres- I think what you said was disrespectful, and and you should apologize. Because had he done that, Chris Rock would have been put on the spot and would have either apologized immediately or or you know or or, or said something stupid and got you know and then well, you fucking knock him in the fucking mouth. Well, you got to keep in mind too, like. This is what, and I've, I was saying this after it happened. Like that dude was under a lot of stress. I mean, look at the shit that he's been going through. I mean, <laughs> dude got cheated on. His wife cheated on him with a younger dude that he brought into his home. Yeah, because he needed a son. place. Yeah. Exactly. And for me, you know, you don't get over that. You don't get over that. And the fact that, like, you know, you're basically trying to rekindle things with your your significant other and then all of a sudden now you bring yourself into this situation you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you're there's high emotions so when somebody says something bad about your wife and it happens to be something that you know and i'm going to be honest with you there's probably been jokes about it all week while he not all week like all these other award ceremonies like in the background there's probably been jokes and everything else i kind of think that's what happened and chris rock basically saying it was the last straw yeah that's what i think happened and will just lost it dude we're all human and i'll be honest with you like if you said sometimes when people say the wrong thing we lose it and we act out of character that's not will smith dude that's not fucking will smith but i mean and i had posted this do you remember when um he was in europe or, or maybe, maybe I don't know if he was in Europe or it was, or it was a European reporter kissed him on the cheek and then he slapped the guy in the face. Also, you know, like it was, uh, you know, and the whole thing is that like when it comes to Europe, if that's the culture there in certain countries in Europe, 
men greet each other by a kiss on the cheek. Now, don't get me wrong. That guy kind of overstepped his boundaries, and and, oh, and he overstepped his boundaries. Uh, that was that was uncalled. But I don't. But I don't think he, he when he kissed Will Smith on the cheek, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, done with disrespect. And, uh, and and the whole thing, you know, I, he didn't do it to embarrass Will Smith. He didn't do it. You know, if anything, it was he overstepped his boundaries. Were like. I'm such friends with Will Smith, I can kiss him on the cheek because I honestly feel that in my in that in that particular situation, as odd as it seems to us as Americans, European men, certain European men, kiss each other on the cheek, and it's just this, you know, it's 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 you know, it's it's the bro hug. It's it's, it's the version well, of the bro hug. It's, but it's see, not, that's a different that's a different situation. But, but the first sense. thing he did was slap the guy in the face, and it's sort of like right. You but know, Will Smith showed like, his ass. <laughs> But see, that's the thing. Like you, you overstepped your boundary. Mm-hmm. Like you went too far. That's a whole different thing than Will Smith lost his shit because you fucking said something bad about his wife. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I understand there was the slap, but did Will Smith get in trouble for that slap? No, because people saw what the other dude did and went, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it, there, there's, there's difference here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't. And here's the thing. Like you can't say. Like if I mean take take for example he's in India right mm-hmm. like he's sitting there posing for pictures and shit he looks fucking happy Will does he's probably happy because he's away from his fucking wife <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's probably what it is he's like oh man I'm I'm so good and I, I I imagine he's probably on some kind of retreat where he's you know detoxing from life because you know he had some medic- ne- negative energy and. You know, again, based on what I've seen from Will Smith, I don't see him being that type of person that would go up on stage and slap somebody, you know. And, you know, we're talking about a guy that the next day basically apologized. He apologized during the awards and he apologized the next day as well. That kind of shows you that, hey, look, I fucked up. I'm sorry. This shouldn't have happened. This is me being sincere. Now, people can take that and be like, oh, well, he's not being sincere, but do we see a lot of people apologize the day after or the night of? No. So I, I think we just need to move on from this bullshit. Like the, the fact that I keep seeing like Chris Rock's mom or Chris Rock's brother or Chris Rock's hooker or whatever the fuck you <laughs> want to say. Like, I don't know. Like I, I'm just like I'm waiting for the next person in Chris Fox family or orbit to say something um, like the dude apologized. He got banned from the Oscars. He probably got banned from the other award ceremonies. They're just not saying it. And he's lost movies. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. On on the flip side, Rock, Chris Rock is selling out every single one of his fucking shows. Yeah. Why would I like if I were Chris Rock? Why would I even say anything? Maybe a couple years down the road, I'll say something. But if I'm fucking selling out shows because of Will Smith smacked me, hey, I just won. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he's not saying anything. Why the mm-hmm. fuck would I say something when people, you know? I yeah, just, people want to hear what you're gonna say, but you know. All right, I just, I just want to, you know, I just, I'm, and maybe I'm just because I'm a cynical fuck. Is this like Will Smith puts out all these fucking inspirational videos and and all this fucking like like you know, oh, and you know, life is so good and life is so great and 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 you know, and and the funny thing is he put he's actually did a PSA. I mean, of course it was from a long time ago, but you know, there's no reason for you to put your hands on anyone. And you know, someone, someone disrespects you, you know, just tell them to step off or whatever, you know, and then, you know, and then when the shit really hits the fan, the minute there's a real problem, you know, he, he fucking, you know, he goes, he gets resorts to fucking physical violence, you know? Well, but see, that proves my point, Chris, like why 
he he's done all this stuff. He's been very motivational. He's done all these things, and we've never, other than that thing in Europe, um, we've never really seen Will Smith lose it. You gotta you gotta look at the man, and this is what I do with any situation. You gotta look at the man with the whole uh, for the whole situation, mm-hmm. not just what happened in the moment. Because if something's out of character for somebody, something's wrong. And we gotta, you know, to be honest with you, I'm more I'm more concerned about Will Smith's mental health. I'm more concerned about, hey, is something else maybe going wrong here? You know, because that dude doesn't come off as an asshole. That dude comes off as somebody that's caring, that's loving, that wants to motivate people to do better. So when I see him do something like that, my first thought is, oh, my first thought is not like, oh, he's an asshole. My first thought is, is he okay? Is everything okay with him mentally? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, like if you did something out of character. I'm not going to sit there and go, well, fuck Chris. He shouldn't have done that. I'm literally going to text you. You know I do this, too. I will literally text you. I've done this with you and Darrell <laughs> and everybody else. Like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Because yeah. I know who you are. That's where I'm coming from. Like, I know who you are. I've seen the person that you are. What's going on? How can I help you be a better person? Yeah, That's I, it. I just, I, I feel like it's, I don't know. You know, I feel like it's you know we we saw the real Will Smith. The real Will Smith is the guy that slaps people, <laughs> and he's been putting this facade of, of the inspirational bullshit. I don't. That's just how I see it. I don't know. It's just you know. I just you know. I. I, I mean, I, if it happens again, then yeah, you're right. But I don't. I I don't see this happening again. And then there was that other video of like Jada just like recording him in the house, and like he's like he's flat out saying like, please don't record me without my permission. And she just punked him out so fucking bad. Dude, that is why I'm telling you, like, dude needs to, dude is so happy he's in fucking India right now. And let me tell you, I've always, I mean, Jada Pinkett Smith, back when she was Jada, just Jada Pinkett, she was on my radar from, like, back in the day when she did the Tales from the Crypt movie. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. And, and she was the star of the movie. And I remember seeing that in the fucking theaters, and that had to be ninety ninety one. And back then, I had a fucking crush on her. I was like, "Oh my god, she's fucking sexy, and she's tough." And and, and then she was on. Um, I'm gonna say she was on a different world for a little while. She was definitely. And the funny thing is, she was on. She was on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. But I mean, as I, I really, really, I watched the show, but I wouldn't say I was a fan of it. Then, like, a couple years ago, like, she put out, like, you know, back in a couple years, I mean, like, the early 2000s, like, she put out, like, a metal album. She had a band called uh, Wicked Wisdom and stuff like that. And the first album, I think they did two albums, but the first one wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know, I got, I mean, I got a copy for free because my ex used to work at a, a record store and got tons of it for free. So, like, her first CD wasn't that bad. You know, and I was like, when I, I was like, wow, she's fucking, you know, she's she's got talent. She's pretty. You know, she can By the act. way, that. That that shows our age, by the way. <laughs> like fucking record stores. People are probably like, "What the fuck is a record store?" Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and you know, and and um, you know, then you know, then you find a little bit about her past, and she fucking she went to high school with Tupac, and you know, they they kind of hung out together and all this shit. Like, you know, she has she has a history, and 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 she's you know, and then I mean, I didn't really like her whole. She she was part of the the Gotham TV show, the Batman prequel show on Fox. And her, you know, the fish Mooney. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. But I mean, like everything she did, I kind of liked. And you know, and then when I found out that, like, you know, and I understand. Look, there's people out there who call themselves like polyamorous or having an open relationship. And and I know, look, you know, and I, I don't, 
I, I'm not, I'm not one to judge people on relationships, you know, those on, uh, unusual relationships or like that, but it's sort of like, you know, when was the last time, like, like, well, this is going to sound very judgmental, but you know, when was the last time you saw a polyamorous relationship or an or open relationship last for a long time? You know, mm-hmm. usually somebody gets hurt and shit fucking breaks down and, 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 and you know, and, you know, you, you've never seen, you, you've never, you never heard of someone nowadays who are like, oh, we've been married for 40 years and we're in a really, we're in an open relationship. That shit don't fucking, I've never heard that shit. I mean, someone may go, oh, it, it exists. Okay, fine. You maybe know one couple that it's worked with out of the fucking population of the planet. Generally in a situation, oh, okay. And maybe, okay. Maybe people in third world countries or, uh, or Mormons or some shit like that where it's part of their culture. Where, you know, it's okay for a man to have multiple wives or someone from the Middle East, if you have a lot of money, you got multiple wives. But I'm talking about in the free world where people can come and go as they please, you generally never hear of a long lasting open relationship. You, you never, it never, it doesn't happen. If you did, we'd know about it. We'd hear about it. It wouldn't be unusual. Right. Yep. And, and, you know, like, you know, she was punking Will and I guess for whatever reason, like, you know, he's taking it. The guy fucking has more money than God. He's a good looking guy. He's charismatic. He's charming. You know, he's, he's made great movies and he could fucking have any woman in the world. He could, you know, he could snap his fingers and have fucking 10 girls at his door right now. I mean, there were rumors <laughs> that he was dating, um, what's her name that played Harley Quinn there. Um, oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, there was rumors at one point that because remember they did that movie together, there was a well, rumor that they movie. were they were uh, f- screwing around there for a little oh, bit. Oh well, so, if she, I mean, he if he fucked around first, and this is sort no, of no, I think I think because I think she fucked around. Oh, and then he, that was right around the time that he started fucking around because she was fucking around. Oh, uh, okay, that's what I think it was. I mean, they didn't really cover, they didn't really say anything about Will doing anything, but like. It definitely was because Jada was doing whatever she was doing. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, and, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just that shit doesn't work. And 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 for some by reason, the way, uh-huh. I bet you you don't want to date Jada now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, certainly not now. I mean, as I was saying, I had I I had a crush on her um, until I heard of all this shit happening, and and especially now, you know, and especially that you know, and as and here I am talking all this shit against Will Smith, but I totally agree with him when he's like, if I tell you to stop recording me. And and I'm in my own fuck. I'm in my own house. I'm in my house, and you're fucking filming me against my fucking will. Like, like, well, you know, that's I, that's what I'm telling you, dude. Is like that's another that was another example when I saw this, like that people were putting that out mm-hmm. to defend him. Like, yeah, the dude, the dude is fucking stressed out. Like, you know, you put it, you put your fucking dirty laundry out in the goddamn universe, and now you're gonna have people behind the scenes that we don't hear about like being like dude like i'm sorry that you had to fucking deal with that shit for her cheating mm-hmm. you know and i mean the more that you hear that the more it's going to get to you and then you know here you are finally winning all these awards for your acting and then you know now you get smacked in the face you you basically it's about oh well even though will's you know this is great for will because he just went through his wife fucking cheating on him like that's got to be stressful dude yeah really fucking stressful you know so and then just to, like to have somebody you know at the last award ceremony say something about your wife you know I, hey I, look i'm not saying that he should have smacked him because i would have handled it in a different way and i agree, actually agree with you like once the cameras 
turn off a of Chris Rock, go up on stage, or even do it live. Yeah, don't say do it, do it in front of anybody, dude. Go I would walk do, up I to him. Do, you know what? If I would have done, I would have done. I would have done that actually. I would have probably gone up the stage, put my arm around him, and said, "Hey, listen, Chris, I love you, man. But next time, ask about my wife's condition because that that shit right there hurt mm-hmm. her feelings." And then just walk off the stage. Don't say anything more. Yeah. Dude would have looked like a fucking Chris Rock would have been so. We wouldn't even be talking about Will Smith. We would mm-hmm. be talking about how shitty Chris Rock is. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and his whole thing. And I was and I I posted that the next day also. Had had Will Smith not done anything, just sat back and and whatever, he could have destroyed Chris Rock in the next day in the media. Yeah, you know, he insulted my wife, and, and and she has a condition, and all this other stuff. And and of course, you know, we get, everyone would then people would say, oh, he, you know, uh, how how does he know what condition she has? But still, he would he could have made Chris Rock look like the biggest piece of shit. You know, that could have gotten Chris Rock canceled. You're insulting someone about their their disease. I mean, you know, if you if you massage the Let's narrative see. enough to that point, you know, you could have made it where. You know, he, he could, you know, and he would have made Chris Rock look like the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Chris Rock wouldn't be working at all. <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, and just to kind of put a bow on this, like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, like even Samuel L. Jackson, you could see like Samuel L. Jackson was like supporting Will because when he went up on stage, you know, he, you know, hugged him and whatever. And, you know, you could kind of tell that some of the stars were like, you know, I don't understand why Chris Rock would have said that shit, you know, because, you know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, you know, obviously Will had a human moment. He apologized. It's time to move on. We don't need to be hearing about this two or three months down the road. It's one of these bad things. And I don't want to sound like a fucking Trump supporter because I'm not. But this is the bad part about cancel culture, because we take things and we run with it for months, even though the person that fucked up apologize i'm sorry the person that fucked up apologized he's been penalized let's move on that's it i just i don't want to hear about it anymore it's like this fucking kind of a segue it's like this fucking trial that's going on with johnny depp and his his ex there amber heard like i'm like sitting here going i said to my girlfriend today why the fuck do i care about this Mm -hmm. (laughs) like why the fuck is it on eight hours of the day on fucking tv i'm not gonna watch it i don't want to fucking watch that i don't care about their life this is why i would never want to be famous because why the fuck is a civil suit out in the middle of on fucking tv because here's the thing if and again i don't know amber heard and johnny depp's situation i don't give a fuck really but from based on what I've heard so far, it sounds like it was mutually on both sides. They were beating the fuck out of each other. It was a Rihanna, um, oh, Chris Brown situation again. You know, yes, Chris Brown in public hit her and beat her. But in private, she was also doing the fucking same thing. Like, you know, it, it's one of those things where I sit there and I go, if Amber Heard wanted to, she could turn this around and sue him for defamation and be like, I don't even have to do anything. Just watch the video of this fucking court case that's going live. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I would do. I'd have my lawyer bring that into the court and be like, listen, now my my client can't get any fucking jobs because of this bullshit. Because it was on live TV. I'm not saying I'm not saying Johnny Depp doesn't have a case, and I'm not saying that Amber Heard is a is an angel. But number one, I don't give a fuck. And number two, somebody's personal life shouldn't be out in the fucking public. And by the way, there was an expert that said that both of them beat the fuck out of each other. So it's like, uh, okay, so why is there even a lawsuit if you guys are beating the fuck out of each other? Just, just you know, just 
end this trial and go away. <laughs> like, hmm. I just, oh. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, I haven't been up. following, you know. And, and one I haven't teen... been following either, but. Yeah. But what just one teeny thing is that, like, you know, and uh, to add fucking insult to injury or whatever you want to call it, you know, this is right when they're right when Chris Rock was coming out to give Questlove his Grammy. And like, you know, Will Smith's thing is he's from Philly. He's in Philly. Questlove is also from Philly, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, he's 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 you know, he's, he's finally getting an award. I mean, he's obviously a talented uh, musician and, you know, he makes a movie and, you know, and then fucking, <laughs> you know, one of his own one of his own from people from his own hometown fuck up his situation, you know, like, you know, they kind of ruined the whole moment and kind of like, you know, kind of spoiled his moment and, and what should have been Quest Love's moment of, uh, you know. Dude, I, I, a small, t- small <laughs> part of me still thinks that that was fake, but I don't want to go into that either. Yeah, I good. still, a small part of that just, I'm, I'm just like, I don't want to say it's fake, but then I'm like, but people are fucking talking about the Oscars now. So it's like, so was it fake? Did they just do this so that Will, so that, you know, Chris Rock would get more shit and whatever, and then he's going to slide money to Will Smith at some point? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say that. I'm not a jerk like that. But sometimes, like, a lot of people are saying that. I'm just like, no, that doesn't, that's, that does make sense. So. Yeah. Now, um, before we get to the next other big story, I did want to fucking put it out there that, uh, you know, I think I got COVID about a week ago. <laughs> Or about two weeks ago, I just started this new job. Stay the fuck away from me. Well, the, okay, so I, I just got at this new job, and literally at the at the interview, I'm there with like my supervisor, and I guess like her supervisor, and and all this, and so I go to the interview with a mask on, and I'm like, oh, we just got the phone, we just got the call this morning that uh, people no longer have to wear masks in the office, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, so I go, I do the interview, you know, I, you know. I had to go to, I had to, you know, I had to go for physicals, other bullshit. And then, uh, so then they go, okay, you're hired. And so that first week, you know, working, not wearing a mask. And the first week passed. And that Monday, right, that, you know, my, my, you know, my first Monday back, my first week there, that Monday and Tuesday, I had a runny nose that wouldn't fucking stop. And, uh, the way I was working and stuff like that, you know, I was, you know, the, I was, I had training, but like, you know, I was able to kind of just like maintain myself or whatever. Uh, but I had a runny nose. And one of the things that really, that here's one of the things that I, that I was really scared is that like every time I stood up, I was extremely fucking dizzy. Like I felt like, like every time I stood up, I felt like, oh my God, let me brace myself because I might actually pass out. Like, you know, I, I've, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've passed out once other, one time in my life. I mean, I've blacked out from, <laughs> from drinking and shit like that, but you know, I've I've passed out one time in my life, and you know, you sort of get that wobbly feeling right before you pass out. And like every time I got up from my chair from work, I braced myself to the point where I was like, I just may fall down and crack my fucking head open. So let me be ready, so in case I fall, to fucking either catch myself or to protect my head so I don't fucking die when I fall over. So it was just that and a runny nose. And and the corner, you know, like when you rub your eyes and you see like the the, the fireworks when you rub your eyes. I was seeing that in the corners of my eyes every time I stood up, along with being dizzy. It was a very fucking disorienting situation. Um, so I let that come and go. I just so happened, coincidentally, had a doctor's appointment, a follow up for a physical, and I'm explaining everything to the doctor. And my doctor goes, "I think you got COVID last week." And he goes, "Like, oh, that was a week ago. Like, so you already passed the window?" And I'm like, 
but I didn't have a fever. I didn't have diarrhea. I didn't have a loss of smell. I didn't have a loss of taste. And he goes, well, it's a mild, uh, it's a mild COVID, you know, that's gotten to the point now where it's, you know, so, you know, I had, I had, uh, prided myself on avoiding fucking COVID all this time. And I, even though I officially haven't been tested, like I didn't, cause it was already, I was already past the window. Had I, and trust me, had I thought, had I thought it was really COVID, I would have, I would have not have gone to work. I would have told my boss, look, I, 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 look, I haven't worn, you know, the first time I go out without wearing a mask, I get COVID. I'm going to keep my ass at home. And knowing the way my, my boss is, she would have said, sure, stay home. But, um, so I, uh, you know, so I just wanted to throw that out there that, that here all this time we've been trying to avoid COVID. And once you know about two years, it took about two years to finally get to me, but it got to me. Um, yeah. I, I was telling you off the podcast too, that I don't, no, if I ever had COVID, I took a home at home test one time because I had like a mild cold where I think I just had like a lot of snot and everything. And it was it, so you have a CPAP machine. So you understand what I when I say sometimes you get sick from your CPAP machine. Sometimes you'll have a runny nose. Sometimes you'll have um, sometimes you'll get an actual cold. Sometimes you'll get close to a sinus infection. Make sure you clean your goddamn seat. Yeah, I mean you're supposed. Um, yeah, I mean you're supposed to clean it. Let's be real, we don't clean it as often as we should. No, you're, you're supposed to. You're supposed to actually like sanitize it every day, but yeah. like <laughs> nobody does that. I mean, I clean it like maybe once a month, mm-hmm. and, and I'm fine. So that's why I only do it that way. Um, so you know, I didn't think anything of it, but all of a sudden I lost my sense of smell. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest fucking shit. Like I had taste. I wasn't severely sick. I just lost the sense of smell. I had taken it at home test, came back negative. So I'm just sitting here going, okay, um, am I, do I have COVID? Like, I have no fucking idea. My kid didn't get sick. I don't think my girlfriend got sick really, mm. but I, I mean, it, it just goes to show that the, the vaccine works. So, um, and I haven't gotten a booster shot and I'm not going, I don't think I'm going to until, and by the way, when I say I'm not going to get the booster shot, I am going to obviously get another COVID shot. I'm just kind of waiting to see if they do like an updated vaccine and not just a booster for what I've already gotten. Because like I kind of do this thing and I, I don't know if you do this, too, but my father, when he was alive, would sit here every single year and be like, now make sure you go get the flu shot. And I'm sitting here looking at him and I, I would say to my doctor all the time, I'm like, I, do I need a fucking flu shot? Like, I don't understand. My doctor would look at me in the face and he says, do you have diabetes? No. Do you have um, any, you know, life threatening thing? No. He's like, dude, you're in perfect health. You don't need the flu shot. I'm like, all right. And I said, is it okay to get it every once in a while? He's like, yeah. He's like, you don't have to get it every single year. You don't even have to get it every other year. Just, you know, if all of a sudden you're seeing a lot of flu out there, that's different flu types. Go get it. I got I got the flu shot. What? Um, in the main part of COVID because and that had been years since my last flu shot. Um, because number one, I didn't want the flu to be a part of you know I didn't want I wanted that to be eliminated so that way I wasn't getting sick from something else. But two, like you know I, I just I wanted to make sure to, it was just one less thing I had to fucking worry about besides COVID. So um yeah I mean I don't need I don't want the shot until we get everything updated because I want to make sure that all of the strands are in there like they do with the flu shot, like they do with the other ones. So that way I'm protected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully it'll turn into a shot where I don't get sick from it. 
Um, because the flu shot used to be that way. I used to get sick from the flu shot. I would actually get flu because of the flu shot. Hmm. Not even kidding you. That's why I would never get it because I was like, I'm not going to fucking put myself through it. Um, but you know, I am going to get the COVID shot. I may get it at the end of the year. I don't know. Uh, it depends on how bad it gets, if it gets bad again, but it seems like as the newer strains come out, it seems like it's less and less lethal. So that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. But you know, so, yeah, uh, so this other major story. All right. So the next major story just happened today. And, and it's, I mean, it, it's been kind of bubbling up, you know, for the past week or two, but, uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter. And no, no, no. Let me reverse that on you. Twitter sold out to Elon Musk. Continue. Yeah. Okay. But uh, look, I mean, you know, Elon Musk shows up at your door with, with a bunch of fucking money, you know, <laughs> I mean, what you know? I mean, I hate to sound like you know whatever. I mean, I get why Twitter sold it. Not that Twitter was doing bad or anything like that, but someone shows up at your door with a fucking check that you know is not going to bounce. I mean, I can't, I can't get mad at Twitter. I, I you know, and you know, well, I, well, I mean, if you're going to talk about it in a minute, there's a certain reason why we can get mad at Elon Musk if he does what we think he's going to do. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, for me, so. If we take Facebook and Twitter, this is the best way to explain what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. We take Facebook and Twitter. Twitter has done a lot better job of censoring fake information and just outright stupidity on fucking social media. You would agree with that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I, I hate to call Twitter out on this, but you fucking let nudity go through still. So, I mean, I know I know Chris loves that, but that's, <laughs> you know. It's it's you know okay fine you you are doing this but maybe you should keep that off of there too but we'll talk about that later. Facebook doesn't do that shit. They blame other people and say oh it's their fault we can't police the world. And Twitter's been doing a lot better job of policing people because people need to be fucking policed because they're all fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Well not everybody's an idiot but you know what I mean you know like yeah. there's a lot of idiots out there right now. Um, but it's like you know. I love how Twitter went from, oh, we're going to entertain other offers and we're going to use this poison pill to stop him from buying this place. And then all of a sudden he secures the money and they're like, oh, well, let's go talk about that. And then all of a sudden today they're like, yeah, we're going to let him buy it. And I'm just like, oh, like, are we going to get fucking Trump back? Are we going to get like these fucking, you know, these fucking crazy people spewing false information back? Like. Uh, is my is my tsunami Twitter gonna get shut down because it's a fan site? Like, I worry about that. I fucking worry about that, honestly. Like, what? Like, you sit here and you say free speech and that you wanna, you know, you're gonna censor people and it's just like, so what does that mean? Like, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea what this man's gonna do with fucking Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in reality, Chris, nothing could happen. It could just stay the same and he just does some stupid shit with it no here's the thing okay so i mean he he has brought up the whole like free speech thing mm-hmm. and that scares me only because you know because you know when we take free speech i mean as i mean the you know obviously the the biggest you know the biggest one for the past couple of years obviously donald trump being kicked off twitter and if he owns twitter he can undo that he mm-hmm. can he can bring trump back and the scariest part i think is that that as a businessman, as a, as a person making money, if you bring back Trump, Trump is going to bring a influx of people with him. Yep. And 
And that's fucking terrifying, especially that, you know, people are going to start gearing up for the next election. I mean, okay, you know, Biden's been in office for two years now, whatever the case may be, or a year, a year and some time or whatever. Uh, you know, but there, there is going to be, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here shit on Biden. People do that plain enough as it is. But I'm just saying is that is there's plenty of time right now. If, if Elon was to come back and say, okay, let, let, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos have his Twitter back. Let Alex Jones have his Twitter back. Let Donald Trump have his, people who were all banned in the past for just stirring up the shit. Mm-hmm. And, and once again, like I said, there, there, there's a scary contingency because like you can say, oh, this is a good business decision because they're bringing all these people with them and it's going to revitalize the platform. Not that Twitter needed any fucking revitalizing, but you know, you know, cause all these other, all these other third party, fourth party social media sites that were trying, that tried to bring, that tried to corral all the Trump supporters after Trump left Twitter or Trump was kicked, kicked off of Twitter. None of them lasted. You know, all of them went to shit because they didn't have the infrastructure that Twitter has. And if you fucking open that door and if, if Elon Musk goes, you know, oh, it seems like a good business idea to, to you know, let Trump come back. It's going to be fucking terrifying. These, mm-hmm. you know, these people were motivated. You know, I mean, he was, he was kicked off of Twitter after fucking, you know, January 6th. And now something shit like that happened. You know, he, he gets back on Twitter. We're going to have a second January 6th. We're going to have the real insurrection that's going to make. And now they're, now these guys are going to come prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're, they're going to come. Yep. Um, it's going to be fucking terrifying that he lets, uh, you know, Donald Trump and, you know, and, and, and people of that ill. You know, I mean, I had, I made a joke about it earlier. I'm like, you know, I, I mined a bunch of Dogecoin and, and, and you know, if, he, if, he, if Elon Musk does good, it'll, hopefully Dogecoin will do good. And I have a, so I'm going to shut up about it. And, and, but I mean, you know, I, you know, what, what good is Dogecoin if the fucking country is fucking blown to bits? I mean, you know, this is, this is not a good time, especially, you know, yep. with, all, with enough hostilities going on. You know, Trump mm-hmm. still has a sore ass about everything. We're, we're <laughs> on the verge of World War Three with, with Russia. And 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 to, to give Trump a fucking platform is going to stir the shit in a way that, you know, because all these people are like, oh, you know, the, the, what people don't understand is that there were plenty of fucking racists that hated Obama just because of the color of his skin. And and just sad. And Trump just helped Trump. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Emboldened them to mm-hmm. be loud emboldened them to, yes. to come out they it's not like he he didn't make people racist he he let people ra- let people who, who were racist be comfortable being louder <laughs> and uh and it's it's uh, like it is fucking terrifying knowing that you know he he comes back and you know and, and and you know we're going if he does we're going to see another january we're going to see another legit insurrection uh and, and god help us it might be a fucking successful one you know, and of course, I don't I'm not saying I want that to happen. I'm saying, God forbid that happens, you know, and, and it's like, you know, and, and, and Joe Biden isn't looking too good. Once again, I'm not going to shit on the man. That's not my job. You know, that's not what I'm trying to do. But, you know, they're, they're you know, you, you let all these you let these deplorables fucking organize. It's it's not going to be a good. So, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm more of the look, I get that. I, I, I guess. So the one thing I guess that bothers me. Is that when somebody like Elon Elon Musk goes and is able to just throw money at something and buy it, and then when he says the things that he says, because here's the thing, like I don't know if you you've read any information about it, but um, 
a lot of the the Twitter employees are like, yeah, are you going to bring back Trump? Is is Trump coming back? Like, is you know, is things going to stay the same? Is he going to lay everybody off? Like, you know, what, what's going on here? And, you know, obviously nothing's going to happen until the end of the year because it can't be cleared until the end of the year, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to try to set something up so he can answer questions. But at the, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, when you say free speech, you, you make people a little worried. You know what I mean? Like, you make people worry that you're about to do something really stupid. And I, the the thing is, is I, I think, you know, looking at our I don't want to get like historical here, but looking at our Constitution, I really sit there and, and think to myself, like, I bet you the founding fathers are look if they could see what's going on right now, they'd probably be like, fuck, we should have thought a little bit more <laughs> about this <laughs> because they're looking at what is it? The what, what's the the Second Amendment is the bare arms. Mm-hmm. The First Amendment is the is the right free to free speech. So. You're probably sitting here thinking, okay, and you know, at some point we're gonna have to, we're probably within our lifetime, Chris. They're probably going to look at the first and second amendment and go, we need to revise these because we're going into a situation, we're going into a situation where, you know, people can spew some of the shit that they do. It's like I, I kind of cringe at some of that stuff, man. Like I'm just like, ugh, like I, I, I ugh. like why are you saying some of this stuff? Like, do you just like? think that's okay like but you're right trump put a lot of shit in and i think a lot of us are a lot of us are kind of like i am not looking forward to seeing what's about to happen you know yeah. but I, you know for me like you say biden like i don't i don't have a problem with biden biden's quiet biden doesn't do anything that pisses me off so as far as i'm concerned he's doing a good job but there again look at what we had to put up with for four years so maybe i'm just maybe i'm just glad i don't have to deal with that but you know i i honestly think that a lot of people are going to surprise you chris and joe biden will actually probably do better than will probably actually win the next election especially if it's trump or one of the people that's trying to be trump because nobody nobody wants it man nobody wants that anymore there's a lot of like i keep trying to tell people there's a lot of quiet people out there that are like and this was proven in the election. Like, there's a lot of quiet people out there that's like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. Like, I've talked to people too, and they're like, I don't like, I'm, I don't like people on the right, the, the extreme far right, and I don't like people on the extreme far left. I don't like it because I just want, I just want life to be normal. I don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear some psycho trying to kill people for the fiftieth time this week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't want to hear that Trump people are going through the streets trying to hunt down people. Like, I, I just want to live my life and not have that fucking stress in my life. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but I, I don't, I, I don't really think that he's going to, we're going to have to worry about another Trump like person. I don't think so, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I say we got fucking DeSantis trying to be like, Trump Jr. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the fucking well, don't, don't say gay. And, 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 well, I don't think, I mean, but I'm just saying is like, he's, he's, he's appealing to that base. He's trying, you know, he's doing what he can to fucking, you yeah. know, uh, with everything that's yeah. going on with Disney right now. And, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I wonder if I would love for Disney to just shut down for like a week and well, just, <laughs> just fuck all those, the tourism in thing, Florida. Though, dude, like, like <laughs> Florida, Florida in general is becoming fucking trump country i hate to say that Mm -hmm. but that is definitely an example of what what happens when a state goes wrong i mean you're you're telling you what was what was the law about 
home like um lgbtq and and gay people like you can't you know talk about that in school or something and i'm like but nobody was talking about it in school like Like, (laughs) but you get what i'm saying though chris like it's like but why are we even having this conversation like why why is this even an issue like like that's the thing like why is this even a fucking issue like i'm like like this critical race theory stuff and i'm like what the fuck is that even like no stop I don't even know what that is. Like you're talking about something that's fake. Like we're talking, I hate to be like fake news, but it, that's like fucking fake news. Like what? There's nothing wrong. Hmm. Oh my God. Like, dude, like I just get, uh, I get so annoyed. It's just the, the dummies are getting too much power and I don't know. And, you know, and it's, I don't know. <laughs> no, right. you're, I'm on the same page with you. Chris. Like, I, I just really hope that they're not given the voice again to do the shit that they've been doing. Yeah. So. And before we go to break, I do want to do one last story, and that is the fall, <laughs> the fall of Netflix. Uh, mm, well, it's not failed yet, but yes. I mean, it hasn't failed, but it's, I mean, it is. It is. It, you know, they're certainly making moves that that are that are sealing. They're putting the nail in their coffin. You know, you you could be alarm from blockbuster. Me. You're feeding me things to talk about today. I'm very happy. <laughs> You're probably sitting here saying, shut the fuck up. I want to talk, but you know, in the second segment, you usually talk more than I do. So fuck you. Um, <laughs> continue. Yeah. No. Um, so, you know, Netf- okay. So first they announced that they are going to crack down on, uh, people who share their passwords with uh, people outside the home. And I think that is the stupidest fucking thing. If you're going to have, okay, and once again, okay, if let's say one person has an account and there's five profiles on the account. So let's, let's just so we say a person has an account. What I do with my account and those five profiles are my fucking business. If I want to share it with my neighbor, if I want to share it with my child, if I want to be a selfish prick and keep it all to myself, that's my fucking job. That's my um, you know, like, uh, you know, I can do with, with my account, what the fuck I, I, I please now <laughs> see that as a goof because my Netflix is a, is a shared, account. you know, I'm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. leeching off somebody else's account mm-hmm. yes, but you with, are. with their permission and they pay the full price and, and everything like that. So I guess there was a pilot program going around in South America. What they, what they were, what they were doing was they were saying, okay, we've noticed that you have someone's someone's using your account now if the main account is under whatever ip address of the main and and you have two accounts that are also that are under the same ip address but there's three accounts outside of your outside of your you know that are using it outside and we want you to pay three dollars for those extra accounts three dollars extra a month for each account if I understood, if I read the article correctly that's what they're doing in south america and that's the pilot program that that might come here and my thing is, once again, who gives a fuck what they're doing with the, with, with the, with IP addresses? Because think about it. Okay. How does one house, how do five people in one house use a five accounts? Cause usually the husband and wife, let's, I mean, let's, I mean, of course there's many tradition, there's many, there, there's many non-traditional families out there, but let's just say a super duper traditional family. You got a, a husband, a wife, a son and a daughter. That's four accounts right there. And, and, and that's not even usually the husband and wife share an account, you know, because husband and wife, they'll watch things together. You know, the brother and sister will have the account. Where does that fifth account go? Why would you offer that? Why would you offer that if, if you were going to fucking, 
you know, so someone uses it outside the house. What's the big fucking whoop? And let's not even forget that, like, you know, there's people who use I VPNs and stuff like that. They use Netflix so they can see shit around the world. But, you know, and so that means technically if you use a VPN, if you're the main holder of an account, it's going to look like it's not, you know, like it looks like someone's accessing Netflix from another country when it's you're the owner of the account because you're using the VPN because you want to see what, you know, Netflix in England has that Netflix in America doesn't. But, you know, it's like, what the fuck? You know, I had said, I think what they're going to do is, you know, and now they've also announced that they're going to start adding commercials. So I think what they're going to do is, yeah, they're going to add commercials. They're going to let that sit for a couple of months. And then they're going to go, okay, if you want an account that doesn't have commercials, you're going to have to pay us more. So, you know, with what was the average Netflix account is going to be, you know, then they're going to charge more without the commercials. And then what I think they'll do is once they have those new tiered accounts that, you know, yeah, you're paying more, that will be just one profile. That will be because you can't, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are people who do it, but you can't share a profile with somebody like like two people on the same profile, because, you know, if you're watching one movie, you know, you're watching all action flicks and they're all watching rom com. You know what I'm saying? And, and or, or, you know, that, that, that fucks up your whole <laughs> that fucks up your whole algorithm. You know, you want to see Jean-Claude Van Damme. She's seeing fucking, you know, the notebook. You know, it's going to. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that people who share profiles, but, you know, generally it's, you know, you have your own profile and you don't want people fucking with your profile and you don't want people messing up your algorithm. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to, you know, once again, this is totally speculation is, you know, they'll they'll put out another tier that is more without commercials and it'll probably just be one profile, you know, anything and then anything else you have to pay, you know, whatever, the three dollars more a month or whatever, you know, so it just, you know, you know, Netflix is, you know, they've they they've become what they've what they once destroyed. You know what I'm saying? They're becoming blockbuster. They're becoming cable. So, so what have I what have I been saying all these years, Chris? Uh, you lost that. Cr- that, ne- that Netflix is dying. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, thank thank you everybody. I gave you a preview of what was going to happen. Um, <laughs> listen, like I've been saying this for a long time. And I just find it funny that they're finally fucking doing it. I I told you guys out there, like, they're going to have to do ads. You can cry and complain and whine all you want. They're going to have to do ads eventually because they're going to lose money. Mm. When a business takes out what's known as debt notes, which is what Netflix does, at a certain point within a five to ten year period, all of a sudden they come knocking for that money. Mm. And you got to have that fucking money. By the way... Because Netflix keeps just borrowing money, they just keep throwing millions of dollars at the fucking wall. And then they only do one season or one movie of something and then stop doing it. AKA Cowboy Bebop. You know, mm. I could get, I could, I could do other, I could say other shows too. I mean, you know that Netflix is doing bad, not because of the 200,000 subscribers, which by the way, they didn't include Russia. Um, they didn't include that in the, in those numbers. And nor should that be included or not. Was it? Yeah, it was Russia. Not including that. So obviously that's off to the side. We don't give a shit about that. Um, but you're talking about a service that basically is losing out because now everybody's saying, fuck you, you can't have our movies. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I, I think, number one, I think the password sharing thing basically did them in. Um, you can see the tweet. Everybody's been sharing it where they say, oh, sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? What happened to that Netflix? By the way, all the other all the other fucking streaming services are like, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Cuz hmm. 
they're fucking making they're faking making hand over fist with advertising and everything. HBO Max has its own ad tier. Paramount Plus has its own ad tier. Hulu from the start has had a fucking ad tier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to keep in perspective that you got to everybody's got to keep in perspective that, you know, Netflix was headed this way. It's just now all of a sudden hitting people like, oh, shit. Yes, it is. Because people don't want to put up. They don't want the ads. They don't want to pay 20 bucks, which is probably going to be at some point, 20 bucks for a fucking ad service. And they're going to turn into sling where sling. It's like you're watching TV, but you have, you know, you, you can select whatever shows and you can you can with your little and, you know, ad tier, you can have up to three people using it at a time, no matter where they are. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to turn into. That's yeah. what it's going to turn into. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's gotten to the point where, you know, and all these other companies kind of they jumped on the bandwagon. I mean, I can't blame them, but, you know, it's sort of, you know, they 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 had, you know, they they had a good idea. And then, you know, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're they're, you know, they like you said, you know, it's time to pay the piper or whatever, you know, time. Mm-hmm. To, but, yep. You know, it's, you know, you know, the Chris is sad because he can't have his free Netflix. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, don't, I mean, and I, you know, and I haven't I haven't spoken to the person who owns the account, but I told, you know, I'm I'm going to tell them, you know, if, if the time comes, you know, don't worry. You know, I'll just I'll because let me tell you, I I was look, I'm a child of I'm a I'm the Napster generation. You know, what I'm saying I grew up fucking, you know, when at the last count. You know, the last time I checked and the last time I gave a shit about it. So I have a hard drive here somewhere that has like 17,000 songs on it. You know, <laughs> oh my God. it's probably got like 50 different viruses on it, too. Yeah. I was saying I've been I've been downloading music since 1999, you know, oh and my Lord, dude. And, you know, and and there's streaming services because I watch I watch things that are not like, OK, I have Netflix right now because of my 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 generous benefactor. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. Generous benefactor. <laughs> I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have HBO Max and Disney Plus. You know, luckily, I don't have I'm to pay for, mooch. for none Jesus of that. Fucking crazy. <laughs> You yeah. fucking mooch. And and that being no, said, no, no. See, wait. I say that, and then Darrell's using some of my fucking services. So <laughs> let's not even have that conversation. So, continue. but like, like, uh, you know, if I want to watch, like, uh, I I watched a couple episodes of Severance. That's uh, Paramount or Apple TV or one of those. I was watching Severance the other day. I don't have an Apple TV subscription, but I was watching it because I know where to go on the internet to find that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that and and all these companies, all they're doing, you know. If there's, you know, if if my Netflix happens to go away, I know where I can look to find the new season of, of Stranger Things. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I know, you know, I, you know, I know how to, you know, click through 50 fucking, uh, you know, pages of of ads so I can finally get to watch a movie. <laughs> finally get to watch, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm willing to deal with that nonsense. Uh, you know, and and once again, they kind of did it. You know, you know, I, I, I grew up with napster i grew up i, I never I, I never did too much of of limewire but kazaa and and mm-hmm. and, and uh, oh, pirate yeah. bay and mm-hmm. you know and if that's the case if i mean if they want to play these fucking games then i guess that's going to be what we're going to do uh, that's what we're going to have to go to you know we're going to remember the old ways <laughs> you know so i mean you know i you know i i wanted you know i i, I like netflix but you know, and it's and it's like you said, like you mentioned, like you know, they don't want to invest too much in new shows. And what the only shows, what are the only shows that had like long runs? You know, 
Stranger Things, but that was, you know, that was early Netflix. Orange is the New Voltron. Black, that's that's early Netflix. Voltron, uh, House of Cards, you know, these are only oh. these are shows that have been there since the beginning, or, or you know, like and help put Netflix and on the map. That's the other thing, by the way, too, real quick. Um, they're cutting their um anime or not anime, their animation. The whole animation, department. yeah. They just cut everything yeah. out of animation, which is yep. like, yep. Which is fucking depressing. <laughs> it really is, you know. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm one of the few people actually. I actually like the He-Man revelations. Um, obviously, you know, our, our buddies worked on uh, the Transformers, uh, you know, War for Cybertron, or you know, all those, you know, all those, all the basically all the Netflix Transformer shows. You know, our friends worked on, and uh, you know, and I've been, I even watched. You know, I don't know if you noticed they had they have the new cartoon right now. Well, it's not new. I think it was supposed to come out like two years ago, but then it got delayed. It's called Bot Bots, where it says like it's technically a Transformers cartoon, but it's it's in the style of like a Teen Titans Go. You know, it's kind of very silly or whatever. And so it's just, it's obviously geared towards kids, you know, but it, it's Bot Bots, but it's a, it's an official Transformer show. And uh, you know, and uh, you know, it breaks my heart that you know when they they're cutting corners that it's animation that gets the fucking. Uh, it's animation that's going to get uh, gets the axe first, you know, and like clearly gets the axe first. Like they just said it like no more animation. Fuck you. You know? Yep. And so, well, I mean, no, there's there's still animation there. They're still doing the anime, obviously. But it, it is kind of sad to kind of see that stuff because you're just like sitting there going, OK, like, why would you do this? Like, this doesn't make any sense, you know, but. I mean, that just goes, that's just one more reason to sit there and go, oh shit, and something's happening to Netflix. So. Yeah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll survive. We'll be all right. Well, you know, there's a will, there's a way, and, you know, and I think with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Fartship. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of it. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul. Nerdy news. 
Uh, stuff if that, Chris survives, because he <laughs> might fall asleep. Um, okay, two two quick things that aren't necessarily nerdy news, but I guess kind of nerdy news. Uh, the death of Gilbert Gottfried. Mm. And um, yes, you know, uh, you know, I remember Gilbert Gottfried primarily like back in the day, like he was in a couple of music videos. Uh, you know, third base. I see so many people shitting on him too. It's really bad. It's really sad. Oh really? I, I don't. I'm everywhere I've seen has been nothing but love. I mean, you know, he was always fucking. You know, as a comedian, he was super irreverent and stuff like that. And, well, he used tsunami as part of that joke. That oh, that's you know, right. Yeah, yeah. And that's so uh, that's what I wanted to ask you about because I'm surprised that like none, nobody uh, of the friends of the tsunami camp. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm surprised no one really brought it up until. I, I didn't. I didn't see anybody bring it up, and like, and I know that was a some big. Some of thing. the some of the people in the tsunami community brought it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe we should retweet this, and because it was insensitive along the lines of you know um, what he had said before. Like, I, I don't remember what it was exactly. Like, he he had made a comment like a couple years back about something, and people like raged on him because of it. Well, he was making, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. He was making, like, tsunami jokes, like, right after Japan had a tsunami, if I'm not mistaken. And that was it might sort be of that, like, but I think it was something else, too. But, but then but then he brought up Toonami, saying, yeah. like, hey, you know, why aren't you canceling Toonami? And if you want to cancel me, why aren't you canceling Toonami? But, like, Toonami's, you know, I mean, I mean he didn't grasp the concept that it's been, a, it's you know, Toonami's been no, around his, for years and shit like that. And I think his exact tweet was... Um, I'm just learning now that there's a, a thing called Toonami. Is it okay for me to watch? <laughs> like, oh, that's okay. what it was? Yeah. So, I think, because it was along those lines, because, you know, people were, whatever it was that he was spewing or whatever, like, that's why it was, it wasn't about, it wasn't, and it really didn't have anything to do with Toonami. Yeah. It was just, he tweeted about Toonami, and everybody went, oh, well, hello, <laughs> hi, didn't know you were watching Toonami, but thank you. So, you know, but... Yeah, and it was just uh, there was a he, they, someone did a documentary, and it's funny because like I just so happened to well they, they purposely they I I watch these you know I do watch um there's this uh there's a free streaming app you know with Netflix there there's one called uh, Pluto there's Pluto and Tubi and both of those are free oh dude like I cannot tell you like I have been watching the Star Trek fucking stream every single day just because I'm just like oh. Oh yeah, they have oh, a channel with like nice. literally 24 hours of oh, yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek: The gen- the Next Generation. I'm like, oh, okay. And they have people that people that uh, that like Star Trek that also like Toonami will like that. But continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I was watching. <laughs> I was watching. You know, I I I don't know if it's Comedy Central one or the LOL Comedy one of their comedy channels. The day okay. that the the day that Gilbert Gottfried died, they had uh, they had given the aristocrats that 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 documented the aristocrats were. It was uh, Gilbert Gottfried did his infamous aristocrats jokes uh, after on the roast of uh, who was it on, on 2001? Oh, oh, the roast of um, uh, the, the guy who owns Playboy, you know, Hugh, Hugh Hefner. It was the Hugh Hefner roast where he got booed and, you know, he had made a 9-11 joke. He goes, you know, I want to take the plane and my plane has a. Uh, 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 what do they call that? Like when you transfer from one, you know, my plane transfers at the Empire State Building. And somebody said too soon and it kind of like killed the whole room. Like, oh, my God, it's too soon. And, you know, like him making a, a 9-11 joke right at like literally weeks after 9-11, um, which from what I understand is that hashtag too soon. That's because of that particular night. 
Uh, and then he told the aristocrat jokes and he kind of won the room back with the with the aristocrat joke. So they showed the aristocrats documentary and then they showed the Gilbert Gottfried documentary. And I don't know the name of the documentary off the top of my head, which I've seen. I saw years ago, but then I started watching. But then I kind of got distracted. And it's about like his life on the road. And like, even though he's even though he has so much money, like he'll take buses to gigs and shit like that. He he lived in New York City and uh, and uh, I, I think I know the at least the the, the, the area, the the time the buildings he lived in but like you know like if if he needed to do a gig like in albany or some shit like that like 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 within like bus distance he would take the fucking bus <laughs> here's the guy who's been in fucking movies and disney you know he was he was in disney cartoons and he's he, you know he's not like he was poor but he was cheap <laughs> for the lack of a better term and uh like these people training were, were traveling with him and he was like he'd go to restaurants and he'd take all the ketchup packets and you know like anything that he could take off the fucking the the table he would put in his suitcase or and he'd steal stuff from the hotel and all this shit and so he was sort of like uh you know he was notoriously cheap and uh you know and he's kind of old school kind of guy and of course you know he was very he worked very blue he worked very raw and 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 and, uh not family friendly which oddly enough funny because many people you know i think his biggest role ever was being in a fucking disney cartoon as the voice of you know iago the parrot and aladdin um quite frankly he's probably his biggest to to date no you know his, his biggest role ever and uh you know i mean i you know i liked him i once again i knew he was irreverent and stuff like that i mean you know, he was sort of that old school irreverent where, you know, very, you know, not only irreverent, but, you know, very not uh, politically correct, but like, like, like irreverent for the, for the sake of being irreverent, like not, not being cute or having like a funny angle out of it. He was just saying just offensive shit that, you know, it, it is kind of funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, nowadays, you know, shit like that gets you canceled, but, you know, and that's not a lie. It was a little funny. And so, uh, you know, he was gone. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, which it was so funny because, you know, he was just doing a podcast a couple of days earlier. The Mike Tyson airplane uh, fight is not the right word. Beatdown is probably the better word because I saw someone in the, you know, someone on Facebook and they called it a fight. I was like, that was not a fight. Mike Tyson beat the shit out of that guy. And, uh, you know, if you watch the video, that guy was being a real fucking piece of shit. That guy deserved, you know, it's funny. I know it's funny. I know we said earlier, you know, with Will Smith and Chris Rock, you know, you know, there's nothing you can say, you know, nothing deserves, not that nothing deserves a slap in the face or whatever the case may be, but that guy was being a real irritating fuck. And, you know, I don't know if he lives in the world, you know, and this guy, from what I understand, has a criminal history. The guy that was harassing Mike Tyson. And the whole thing is like, don't get me wrong. If I saw Mike Tyson on a plane, I would be super excited. I would, I would, I would probably be ballsy enough to maybe ask him for, you know, a selfie or an autograph or something. But then, you know, and 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 then, but after that, you leave him the fuck alone, you know. And and this guy just kept uh, talking and and being like he was being obnoxious. He was, and from what I said, he was drunk also. And you know, I don't know what fucking like this guy obviously couldn't grasp reality because. But then, if you look at it, he guy looks young. I don't think this guy understands who Mike Tyson is. <laughs> Mike Tyson's one of the baddest men on the fucking planet. You know, Mike Tyson, when I was a kid, Mike Tyson was the scariest motherfucker on the planet. You know, the guy who won heavyweight championship fights in 30 fucking seconds, um, you know, and, and still to this day looks incredibly chiseled. And uh, I had 
with my <laughs> the funny thing is you know with my new job I have nothing but I can listen to plenty of podcasts when I'm at work. I have plenty of time because my job I'm in front of a computer all day so I can I can my my supervisor does not mind people at work listening to music or whatever so I so I listen to like the 4 hour Joe Rogan interview with Mike Tyson. And once again, I mean, I'm I you know, I don't love Joe Rogan, but you know, you're telling me Mike Tyson's going to have you you're going to tell me there's a 4 hour Mike Tyson interview. I'm going to fucking listen. And don't be wrong, Mike Tyson, you know, he's one of those guys he's he's trying his best to be an intellectual, but he's not the sharpest fucking tool in the shed. I mean, it wasn't a very very interesting interview, and it's so funny cuz you know, he was talking during that 4 hour fucking podcast. He did say something to the effect of, you know, you know, if you're a heavyweight fighter and someone comes up messing with you, you should take stock in the fact that you could probably destroy this guy and not give in to hitting him. And, <laughs> and then literally a couple days later, he gives into it. But then again, when you saw how that how fucking stupid that guy was acting, that guy totally deserved uh, the ass one that he got. Um, I mean, I know. OK, what else? Okay, now to the nerdy news, if you want to call it the nerdy news. Uh, I know it's way past uh, the date, but uh, I actually watched all of WrestleMania. And holy know. shit! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, well, oh, hey, look, it's on Peacock. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you a question. Did uh-huh. you have Peacock free? Yeah. And why aren't you sharing it with me? I don't. What? I, I expect I expect a, a a sharing of that right now after this podcast. It's free. Because I have. <laughs> no, it's not. How was it not free? Is it was it because is it uh i don't know how the fuck you're getting it free <laughs> i've had peacock uh, is it maybe because i've had peacock like since the day it came out or something you're asking me a question i have no idea uh, i mean if i've never i haven't paid for peacock and 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 i but don't be wrong i have i've had it since the day it came out and i don't know if maybe i'm i'm grandfathered in or some shit like that but um i don't pay any, now don't get me wrong there is a there is a i don't have the paid version because like yeah you're not supposed to watch you're not supposed to be able to watch wrestlemania for free I, dude i watched it for free <laughs> yeah I, I, that's I what i'm saying to you i don't know how you got and, it but, and it, okay. nobody that's not you know my my uh my generous benefactor isn't helping me out with peacock i i i uh i i guess had it i don't know if it's maybe because i've had it forever i've had it since the day it came out because and, and i love one of the things i love about peacock is they have you know once again talking about like all streaming channels they have a saturday night live streaming channel. i watch that all the time but you know they like they had like if you want to watch the ap bio if you want to watch i like you need the you need the paid account if you want to watch ap bio or if you want to watch like seasons like three through eight of the office you need the paid i've i've always had the free account and and I watched I watched WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought that was sort of I thought that was just sort of their thing. But no. Oh shit. <laughs> so Chris is gonna give up his account so that Paul can see this for free. But uh, yeah. Um, you know. Now mind you, this is coming from a guy who doesn't watch wrestling and haven't watched wrestling. Now I'm sort of up on what's going on in wrestling only because I follow uh, you know, one of the other podcasts I listen to is you know it's called they call the Cult of Cornet. And it's, you know, Jim Cornette, the old uh, booker from back in the day. And he, has, you know, he puts it like, he puts out like a four hour podcast every week. So, uh, I'm also on his Facebook page. So all these people do all days fucking post about wrestling stuff. So even though I don't mm-hmm. officially watch wrestling, I kind of know what's going on only because people fucking post, you know, fucking, you know, Cody Rhodes farts and there's fucking 50 posts about it. So, um, I guess that was one of the big things, the, the, the return of Cody Rhodes from AEW to, 
uh, WWF, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. It's a, it's a work. It's a it's a storyline. And they're trying to get the fans suckered in. But if if reliable sources are to be trusted, I mean, he has a multi-year contract with WWE. Um, you know, who knows what what they're going to do with it. But I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure that means he's going to be uh, around and, and probably, you know, main eventing and stuff like that. I mean, um you know, he did this whole speech about, you know, how his, you know, he's coming back and he wants to do his father proud. And, you know, and after, you know, you know, after recent events in my life and losing my father fucking fucking hit me right in the chest. Um, and, you know, and I'm not I, and look, I'm not a fucking Cody Rhodes fan, but I'm just saying um, the Becky Lynch match. It was Becky Lynch and oh, the girl with the long ponytail. Uh, oh, my God. I forgot her name. But you know, she, that was that was an interesting. That, that like they went fucking hard with that match. Like you know, usually, you know, w- the women aren't known for having like the intense fucking matches, but um, that was pretty good. And then they had, I mean, the other one I just have in my notes, they had the whole. I guess Kevin Owens can't physically wrestle anymore, so or, or not wrestle anymore, but he can't wrestle right now. So you know, while he's healing or whatever, so they had a, a an angle where he was gonna have Stone Cold on his show and like he was calling out stone cold and stone cold came out and of course stone cold fucking stunned everybody and then like and oh they well they did have well triple h did come out to the match and they had announced recently that triple h like his doctors have said you cannot wrestle at all anymore for the rest of your life or you're gonna fucking die and then uh, a lot of people were saying that like vince mcmahon was sort of like showing that oh look i can still wrestle even though triple h can't so uh, Vince McMahon came out and uh, Stone Cold gave him a stunner. Now, if if I'm understanding correctly, I believe Stone Cold is like 57 years old and Vince McMahon is like 76 years old. You know, these are two old men in the fucking ring. And especially yep. that especially that Vince McMahon is the boss, um, you know, you can't really take a 76 year old man and give him a convincing looking stunner as as much as he wanted it to look so yes it looked all very awkward and stuff like that but uh you know i mean i don't want to talk all night about wrestling but you know it like you know the all these people are like oh it looks so bad it looks so bad Vince McMahon is 76 years old <laughs> jesus christ you know thank god stone cold didn't fucking physically kill him by accident um you know and obviously since then i haven't watched any wrestling so <laughs> But you know, I, I listen to other podcasts, so I kind of know what's going on with like AEW, T, not T, is it TNA? I don't know, but whatever. Uh, Moon Knight on Disney Plus. It's a good show. I'm not exactly loving it. It's very odd, and and that's a good thing. I like that. You know, it's not boring. It's not a boring show. But you know how like Marvel sort of has this whole like you know, there's action, then there's fun. There's action, you know, then it gets fun, and it's not fun for me it's a good show it's killing me because it's not a bad show but it's sort of like you know it gets serious and then then it gets weird but it's not fun so i mean maybe they'll fix it or things will get changing a little bit but i mean i I don't hate moonlight and moon moon at night but um you know it's not you know it's not as good as you know like what if or or wandavision or loki you know it's not fun I guess it'd be like I said. That's what I say. It's 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 a hard thing to say, even though it has plenty of weird. There's a lot of weird in the show. But uh, the Thor trailer, uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, you know, we see Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, which you know, the, but I think they leave in the beginning of the movie because you know the last time we left, we saw Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it's about him trying to like get his life back, stop being fat Thor. 
he tries to lose weight and then uh you know then i guess the big reveal is that jane foster shows up as thor you know and they did that in the comics a couple of years back they had a female thor and it's sort of like well how do what do you call thor when it's thor's thor but then again and not that thor is a title but you know she seems to have all his powers and she's and she can lift mjolnir um but in, uh, unlike the comics in this movie, it's the Mjolnir that was destroyed by Hela, but put back together. So not only is she worthy enough to, to, to lift Mjolnir, but somehow she got the pieces that were destroyed put back together. Because when the pieces were destroyed, they landed on the ground. No one else could probably pick them up. You know, the only person that, could, that can fix it is someone who's worthy enough to pick it up. <laughs> and, and so she's carrying it and she's wearing, you know, the full on, you know, winged helmet and the cape and everything like that. So. I know what happened in the comics was her, but like, you know, they threw characters off in the comics because her, the character herself was, was dying of, um, was dying of cancer. But when she puts on like the Thor stuff, it bulks her up. So it's almost like being Thor keeps her alive for the lack of a better term. Like, you know, like if she's not Thor, she's dying as a human. But when she puts on the, the, the helmet and carries Mjolnir, you know, it, it superpowers her enough where she, not only is she alive, but she's superpowered. So. Uh, it's going to be interesting what they do with that. You know, directed by Taika Waititi. It's going to be fun. Taika, but he did that other show. He did a show on HBO Max that just came out. It's called uh, Our Flag Means Death. And I don't really like that show. Like, you know, you because, you know, he also did, uh, you know, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is the vampire show. And What We Do in Shadows, I love. I, I've watched that. I've watched the seasons. I think I've watched the entire every season three times. You know, I love what we do in Shadows. And Our Flags Means Death was kind of trying to do like, oh, we're going to have another weird show, but about pirates and about Blackbeard and, and all these. And it's like, ah, I'm really trying to like it. And I guess the big twist, you know, because it's about a guy who's generally like a very fancy guy who's never done anything. He's never had a rough day in his life and he wants to be a pirate and he goes to be a pirate. And then like, you know, he comes across Blackbeard and all sorts of stuff. And I guess, and I haven't seen it yet, spoilers, spoilers. In the last episode or second, or close to the end of the season, like they become like gay, like they're not become gay, but like him and Blackbeard kiss and and have a whole thing. And it's played by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi is Blackbeard, and I forgot the other guy, but it was the guy who was from Flight of the Concords, the manager from Flight of the Concords. You know that guy. He's he, he's he's like in a bunch of Taika Waititi stuff. You know, and that was like the big twist that they're gay for each other. And I'm like, okay, and I, I, I'm all for that. I don't care. Like, stuff like that doesn't, whatever. But it's like, let the show be good. And then we'll worry about, you know, then we'll so, you know, celebrate the gay stuff. <laughs> I can't celebrate it if the show's fucking boring. I haven't even gotten to that episode. And I trust me, I've tried to watch it. And they have a lot of funny people on the show. They have, you know, Leslie Jones and Fred Armisen and, and and you know it's supposed to be funny, but it's it's, it's it, for me a lot of the stuff just falls flat. I I want to enjoy it. Maybe it'll get better in season two, but ugh. And uh, speaking of things that are huge disappointments, uh, the Batman is on HBO Max. <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. I've been I've been shitting on that movie, and 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 I was gonna make a post recently. I just forgot to, or I was gonna say you know I don't need to worry about Ambien anymore because I could just watch the Batman. <laughs> And I swear to God, I, I've been trying to watch it uh, three times now, and I've fallen asleep each time I've watched it. It's a long movie. It's a convoluted. Only good parts are Colin Farrell, uh, the Penguin. I mean, it's always, you know, Zoe Kravitz is obviously very pretty to look at. They don't give her enough to make her character compelling. 
I hate Robert Pattinson as Batman. Um, you know, maybe, you know, once again, I didn't like Batman Begins. So maybe like when Matt Reeves does his second movie, because he's going to do a second movie, they're they're going to make this a trilogy. Um, the same way I love The Dark Knight, but I didn't really love Batman Begins. Maybe Matt Reeves, the second movie will be the good movie, <laughs> the, the better of, of these movies. Uh, but, you know, you know, and it's three hours long. And like it's literally like the whole third hour of the movie was totally like it feels like it was tacked on. It was like, oh, we need like it felt the movie like ended and they're like, oh, let's let's but we forgot to, you know, have an action sequence. So the whole last hour of the movie is like a fucking unnecessary action sequence so they can justify that it's a, you know, a superhero movie because pretty much the rest of the movie he's doing detective work. And they're like, oh, but we need a big thing to happen so it can fit in with other superhero movies. And it feels very tacked on. So I'm not a big, I know Morbius is out. I have no desire to see Morbius. And I guess in the last bit of my nerdy news, Ezra Miller, the Flash, was arrested, what, a third time, second time, third time already in Hawaii? And, you know, and this is, you know, I don't give a fuck what the guy does in his personal life, but this is going to fuck up the Flash movie that's supposed to come out. You know, we were supposed to have a Flash movie with him and, and Michael Keaton Oh, that movie ain't going to come out for a while. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not coming out till next year. And I'm like, maybe Warner. And now Warner Brothers has pretty much fucking disavowed Ezra Miller. They're like, we're not doing any more. I think they pretty much announced that they're not going to do any more of the Dumbledore, you know, Fantastic Beasts movies. You know, the you know, with the restructuring, they're they're not going to do any more uh, DC Extended Universe movies, you know, other than stuff that, you know, obviously Aquaman 2 is already filmed. And, uh, you know, but there's this Flash movie that it's like you know they better not fuck this up because i want to see that fucking movie and you know like like you know he's gonna fuck this up and you know they're probably you know they'll probably just like after you know just put it on hbo max and just you know call it a day or whatever but you know we were waiting to see michael keaton and bat come back return as batman and ezra miller's fucking it up you know or maybe they maybe they scrap what they can have you know they'll do like a snyder cut and make a make another like uh you know reshoots or whatever and try to make it try to salvage the thing but you know or maybe they'll hope by next year by the time that movie comes out Ezra miller will be you know out of the public's mind even though they're he's going to be the star of the movie that they're putting out but you know they announced that uh, you know this the discovery is buying out warner brothers and you know they're looking to restructure the whole movie side of the the dc movie so you know, any hopes that we had of uh, the DC Extended Universe is, is officially gone. But like I said, I mean, you know, it would have been nice to go Dude, on, on a on a high note of having a good they need, Michael Keaton movie. They need to redo that whole DC Universe. Not not all of it, but some of it needs to be, you know, corrected because of all the fuck-ups that Warner, or I should say AT&T was doing. So, yeah, so... You know, it's just, you know, fucking Ezra, why would, why did they hire the, you know, like, he wasn't even that good of a Flash, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, or, or, or like, maybe cut him, like, cut him out of the movie as much as they can, and film, like, and bring in Grant Gustafson, bring, bring in the TV Flash, let that movie be about him, <laughs> and cut out Ezra Miller, and have him refilm scenes with Grant Gustafson, the, the Batgirl movie that they were planning, which I guess will probably never be made now. But I mean, not that I cared about Batgirl, but I mean, that's what the, one of the things the Flash was going to do was going to, you know, Batgirl, you know, give us Michael Keaton, Batman, and then kind of it would be um, DC's foray into their own multiverse, which they kind of did on the Flash TV show anyway. Like the Flash TV show, like they, Ezra Miller was on the Flash TV show, so that did show that they have a they had a crossover between universes and shit like that. But 
I don't know. This fucking Ezra Miller just needs to be fucking slapped hard with a fucking spiked bat. And that's all I have in my news. Anything else you want to contribute? Um, no, not really. I'm I'm looking forward to my bed after this podcast. So. <laughs> or our 10 year anniversary. Speaking uh, of how old we fucking are. Yeah. Uh, so let's wrap this up. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Uh, please visit two strangers one podcast.net and .com. You can find all links, everything show related. You can find links to our iTunes. If you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us there on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us on the Stitcher app when I'm at work and I'm, I don't want to say I'm pretending to work because I, I am actually, I actually am working, but while I'm working, what helps me pass the day while I'm diligently working at my new job, which I'm, I'm not, <laughs> sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not working. I'm fucking working, goddammit. But what helps me pass the time is I listen to plenty of podcasts. Uh, 99.9% are on uh, the Stitcher app, S-T-I-T Stitcher app. For, I mean, it's for all devices, but you know, we used to say for Android devices. Um, luckily, my job has Wi-Fi, but if I didn't, I could stay at home and um, download them all at home and then listen to them while I'm out and about so I could save my battery and save my data. And uh, so, you know, any podcast worth listening to, like I said, The Cult of Cornette. Uh, this podcast, the uh, Smodcast, Fat Man Beyond, The Daily Planet, and of course, Paul's other baby, The Tanami Faithful, all are available on the Stitcher app. Damn straight. Um, if you want to write us, you can write us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. And I forgot to check the email while I'm checking it now while I speak. You can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. No, I do not see any Oscar letter. It's a shame that we don't see any Oscar letter on our 10-year anniversary. He was such a large part of the show, and you know he's more than welcome to write us uh, if he ever, you know, uh, if he ever wants to. I mean, I know he's gonna insult me and call me a fat piece of shit, but at least I'm a fat piece of shit with a job again. <laughs> and um, let me see. Uh, we want your money. We need your money. Uh, but uh, until we set up a Patreon, you can uh, find us on Facebook.com slash Two Strangers Little Podcast. Uh, you can like this episode, like the show, share the episode, share the show, you know, share everything on uh, Facebook. You know, I mean, yes, uh, Facebook is evil, but, uh, you know, and, and if you want to share us on Twitter, you know, also, <laughs> but uh, you can find us at Facebook.com oh, slash uh, Two Strangers Little Podcast, all spelled out. Shout and out on Spotify. The- and on Spotify, which, which is where I watch the other 1%. And once again, like, you know, I, and trust me, I'm not a, I don't want to say I'm a Joe Rogan fan because Joe Rogan's a fucking idiot. But once again, if he's interviewing Mike Tyson and he interviews, you know, he, he interviews comedians. I mean, no, I'm not the biggest Bill Maher fan in the world, but, you know, I'll listen to a Bill Maher episode and stuff like that. So uh, we are on Spotify. I believe we're on Spotify, like you said. I think we set that up, but it's been a while since I double-checked, but I'm pretty sure we're on Spotify. All the old episodes, besides this episode, well, obviously, if it just came out, and the very last episode before this, I haven't updated, I haven't uploaded it to YouTube yet, but almost 10 years' worth of podcasts are available all on YouTube for the stuff that isn't on our SoundCloud, because that is our main hosting site. I know I'm all over the place with this, but I'm very tired. 
anything that you can't find on SoundCloud, you can find on YouTube, and you can technically go back and listen to 10 years worth of Two Strangers on One Podcast, uh, all on YouTube, where you could also find my audiobook, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. You can find my three or four albums worth of music under the name XLNYC. You can find my Stranger Vlogs. Uh, you know, every now and then I put random other videos out there. Um, I did a mashup of the theme song to Peacemaker, a mashup with that and uh, John Cena's Thugonomics song, since John Cena was the star of Peacemaker. Uh, I thought that'd be a lot, I thought I'd get a lot more traffic with that video. Apparently no one gives a shit. <laughs> Stuff like that you could find on our YouTube page. All types of goodies uh, are up on our YouTube page. Just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. I can't think of anything else. I acquiesce the 40 you, sir. All right, you can find me on Twitter as usual at Paul Pascrillo. And, of course, you can email me, paulpascrillo, at tsunamifaithful.com if uh, you have any questions. Like, what's his name used to do? But he's, I guess he's dead, or he just doesn't like us anymore. Oscar. There we go. So. Yep. So, uh, once again, happy 10-year anniversary. Um, Let's see if we can make it to 20. That'd be that. That'd be the dream, right? Uh, but yes, it would be. Um, but you know, well, I you know I love doing this podcast. I mean, right now SoundCloud as our host has been relatively uh, f- financial friendly, you know, uh, affordable enough, you know, to 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 continue to host and stuff like that. You know, I kind of like this outlet. Um, you know, this was sort of uh, when when my father was still alive. I know my dad listens to the podcast all the time because he would mention stuff on the podcast to me, and that was sort of my way of communicating with him and stuff like that. And and uh, I know if we have listeners out there, because there are people downloading. There, I mean, we do have downloads. The numbers, I mean, they're not great, but I mean, I know people are listening out there. So even though you don't necessarily interact with the show, I know there's people out there who listen to what we have to say. And laugh and hopefully enjoy themselves what they have to say. And thank you for being there for the past 10 years. And then let's see if we can be there for a 10 more. Uh, let's see. You know, I, I, I'll always want to do something like a podcast. I, I mean, putting out some sort of content in any way, shape or form. You know, I mean, of course, I like to do creative stuff and, and not that the podcast isn't creative, but you know, it's more of just, uh, just putting content out there. And, 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 you know, this is, and it is sort of my therapy and it's kept me alive and, you know, I may have spent the night in jail here and there, <laughs> but I, I'm not doing felony time. So, so <laughs> doing, doing the podcast has certainly uh, been therapeutic enough where I haven't committed a felony. Not yet. Uh, not yet. And, um, you know, I appreciate everyone who listens, who has listens, and people who have interacted with the show. You know, Tommy B, Chris Mounts, uh, in particular, those are, those are two big mega fans. Of course, Oscar, you know, I know whatever, Oscar could call me a fat piece of shit who looks like a, a smelly beard or whatever, but... Uh, you know, the interaction. Of course, Paul, thank you for, for, for your contributions to the show. I mean, you know, if without you, Better this fucking thing. That's right. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, the people in the past, you know, uh, Kristen and, and Jen and, 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 and Austin and, and, you know, all the other, you know, people who have, people who have been guests on the show and stuff like that. It's, it's, the it's person been... you cheated on me with, you fucking piece <laughs> of shit. And, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, <clears throat> You know, the, the the show morphs and changes and stuff like that, but it's always been, you know, it's it was relatively, it's it's been the same without, you know, it, it changes but doesn't change. <laughs> All right, so we certainly hope you had you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping for ten years. <laughs>
Oh, that would hurt. That's a lot of fapping. <laughs> oh my god, I would be in the hospital. <laughs> Drink a Gatorade. This ain't gonna help. <laughs> All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double that? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him punny. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www dot Lulu dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne. 
like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.